So we're talking a little bit about core strength today. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes, we, we are. Uh, you know, we've, we've talked a little bit about injuries, and I feel like the core is, I mean, it's right in the middle there. It's got to be, it's, it's got to do something to help reduce injuries if you got a strong core. Yes, it does. So let me ask you a question. Sure. Do you know what the core is? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, I think, when I think core, I think like abs, I think like obliques. Um, that's kind of it. Right? And that's what most people For think. For me. Yeah. 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 No, that, that's what most people think. And I actually don't like the word core because I think it's been overused and abused over the past 12 to 15 years. Like core strength, core, core, core. This is a core exercise. That's a core exercise. Yeah. So I want to I go over what I, my definition of core is. All right. Sure. So physically, it's basically all the musculature that goes from your shoulder girdle down yep. past your pelvic girdle to below your glutes, okay? So okay. core involves glutes and lat muscles and your diaphragm and your deep spinal stabilizers and your abdominals, all layers of the abdominals, mm -hmm. and your pelvic floor. Yes. Who would have thought we would have said the words pelvic floor on Runner's Coffee Talk, right? I know. I've heard of it from my wife when she was giving birth. It's a thing. Yes. A lot but, goes on in the pelvic floor during that. That is all I know about the pelvic floor. Yeah. And I yeah, I hear it gets pretty pretty rough down there. Yeah, um, and they have specialists that deal with that specifically. <clears throat> is that important? Um, but if you think about like your torso, you've got your diaphragm at the top and you've got your pelvic floor in the bottom. And there's mm -hmm. this cylinder and like that's where you're breathing and that's where a lot of uh, action is happening. So yeah. that physically, all of that could be considered the core. So okay. I could show you an exercise that is not challenging your abdominals, but could still be a core exercise, right? Yeah. So, so my shoulders are part of my core. Yeah. So if it's you look this, at the, this whole deal, this, yeah, it's your whole, basically it's not the chin up. <laughs> Some right. people would argue that and it's yeah. not the knees down, but you know, so Physically, we talk about those structures, right? It's the upper, yeah. mid, upper, lower back, those musculature, spine, pelvic floor, <laughs> diaphragm, abdominals, all the layers, all that kind of stuff. Glutes. Yeah, yeah. But functionally, you know, especially with runners, what I, I like to look at it is, it's, you know, it's how we transfer force from arm to leg. So taking advantage of arm swing, like how, how can we use the, um, the, strength not strengthening but the power properties of our arm swing to help our push off that's going to come down somewhere right so it typically yeah. comes down through your core crosses over the body so as you're pumping my, your right arm back you're slamming that left leg into the ground if you have a weak core and through here that energy is not going to get down there you're going to have energy leaks kind of spewing out everywhere oh uh, well, right so the core kind of ties your arms and legs together yeah so it's the ability to transfer force between upper and lower body, between you know the two legs, um, maintain good postural and pelvic positioning. Mm -hmm. So with a strong core and all those things active, you think about that when you're running, you've got this solid center. When you have these legs underneath that are pushing off the ground, arms above, swinging, you're trying to maintain a tall spine, you're trying to keep your diaphragm moving, moving to get in breath. The stronger you are through your core, Absolutely the better for the runner. 
Got it. See, I thought we were going to spend this whole, like, 15, 20 minutes talking about doing planks and all that stuff. But there's, I mean, that's good, right? But there's other things that are in, in the core. Yeah, yeah. Planks is a good um, floor-based core exercise. Yeah. But also, so is a single-leg squat with a resisted row on the opposite hand. So, I... Um, in my mind, I think I got it. Yeah, but I I think yeah. any single leg activity mm -hmm. could be considered a core activity. Okay, right. anything where you're controlling the position of your spine, maintaining postural integrity through your pelvis, spine, and shoulder blades. You know, I do exercises for abdominals where people put their arms overhead and they're resisting in all these different directions. Right, mm -hmm. that resistance. Um, through the arms into the core is a core exercise. So right. they look kind of silly doing things, but we're waking up the core. Single leg activities are a core exercise. Yep. Anything where you're messing with your base of support. So like if you're on your hands and knees doing the old bird dogs, everyone knows the bird dogs, right? Bird dogs, yeah. Yeah, so you're going from a four point stance, now you got opposite arm and leg reaching out, so now it's two point, you've got to maintain that stability. So yes. that's a core exercise. Got it. Is that the same, like if I have one of those, uh, I don't know what you call them, but the th it's like the rubber ball, like the half rubber ball. The BOSU. Yeah, the BOSU ball, yeah. If I'm standing yeah. on that, maybe I'm doing a single leg there. Um, right? I'm balancing. Yeah. So what, worked out. Yeah, yeah. So what you're doing there is you're making your uh, proprioceptive environment very enriching. How's that for an educational question, huh? That sounds so wonderful. Yeah, I know. I think I, stole that from, I think I stole that from someone smarter than me, so I can't take credit. Well, hey, you know, yeah, it's so good. But, yeah, but, all, but back in the day, like, yeah, you just do it on a BOSU ball. That's a core exercise. Mm. You know, just do it on a, on a, uh, a Swiss ball or a stability ball or whatever you want to call those big inflated balls, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a, everything you do on there is a core exercise. Well, not really, but... Those things yeah. help because they add an, an unstable challenge. When there's instability and you are forced to stable, you're most like before you're forced to stabilize. You're most likely using a little more core. Yeah. But before you go standing with a single leg on a bosu, make sure you can do a single leg on a solid surface like earth. Right, right. Yeah. Or like a two legs on a bosu, right? Exactly. Go from mm -hmm. two legs to one leg on a solid surface, then two legs to one leg on a um, unstable surface, yep. and then you can do two legs eyes open to two le to two legs eyes closed, which wow. is another way to increase stability work, which could yep. challenge your core a little more. Gotcha. All right. Cool. Yep. So it's like you got to gradually build up to these things, just like everything, you know. Just like everything. Just like everything. You know. Um, you got to build your right. tolerance to everything. <laughs> exactly. Right. Um, so, are there specific like? injuries that pop up in the core region that you see often with runners or is it more um kind of lower body stuff that's a really good question so we can attribute a lot of overuse repetitive injuries in runners that maybe it could have started from a weak core um mm -hmm. like i think we may have talked about over the past couple of weeks like if when you're running on one leg, and if you're really weak through your glutes and your pelvis is dropping, I don't know if you'll be able to see, if I'm standing on one leg and this pelvis just drops down, so you have right. this whole side shifting of your spine. So yep. a weak glute 
which is part of your core. Um, mm -hmm. On that single leg stance, dropping down will cause some um, stress and strain through your hip, pelvis, and lumbar spine. So some yeah. like um, IT band issues could be caused from weak glutes. I've had weak core. We've had sh people with shin issues caused from weak core. Um, just about everything could be, a, if you have a weak core, you could have injuries just about everywhere, even up headaches and neck pain as well. Interesting. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so here, here's the thing I want people to realize too. So I have people that come in and they've got a flaming hot, say, IT band tendonitis. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It could have been originally caused by the weak core. So the weak mm -hmm. core is the underlying issue. That's something we need to address. But throwing planks and bird dogs and BOSU work at a, a runner that has totally inflamed tissues is not really going to solve the injury that they caused. So they still have a tendonitis. So let's fix that yeah. tendonitis while we're fixing the problem that actually caused the tendonitis. Make sense? Mm -hmm. Right, got it. So you kind of gotta. You don't want to put the cart before the horse situation. Yeah. Take yeah. take that acute injury and then focus on the thing that's gonna fix it in the long run. Yeah, because I think like I talked last time about not chasing symptoms, but finding the problems, not just relieving the pain. But sometimes yeah. the symptom needs to be addressed. As long as you're still finding that problem, let's say for this week it's a weak core, right? Um, and you're addressing that. Got it. Got it. So I've talked to folks and seen um, you. D this is just like a random question about something I've seen you do. Me personally? That, yes, you. And I've heard about it. So it's like there's a. So, is it a, a psoas? Is it the psoas muscle? I'm, is that a thing? Psoas? <laughs> no, yep. Right? yep, that's the so, thing. I've had folks uh, that I've worked with, that I've run with, that have mentioned that, you know, they had a really tight psoas, and then they saw you, and you, like, jammed your fist <laughs> through their stomach and fixed, all, fixed it. Yeah. That's, like, what's going fun. on? What's going on there? That's got to be part of the core. It's in the middle, right? It's a big part of the core. So visualize yeah. this, all right? So your psoas is a hip flexor that starts kind of in your high medial hip area here, yep. starts through your abdominal cavity, all the way through, and attaches to four out of the five lumbar vertebrae, okay. and then it attaches also to your 12th thoracic vertebrae, which is right where your diaphragm attaches. Yeah. So that bastard's two of them on either side are going right through the Oof, man. Yes, those are core muscle. And they mm -hmm. get tight with runners because of overuse, because of the constant hip, hip flexor, hip drive, hip drive with every step. Yeah. They also get tight on people that sit too much. Right. And then the psoas is more of a dynamic muscle than a stabilizing muscle. and have can help you okay. out with both. But when it tries to do too much of the stabilizing because you have a weak core, then your psoas can get mm -hmm. over tight and over, overused. And that, that can give you some back pain and even hip pain. So with gotcha. that, yeah, I, I do a lot of psoas releases where I jam my hands into someone's abdominal cavity, release it. We can actually dry needle that bad boy as well. Um, if we release it, that's all fine and dandy. Right. But again, that's the kind of the symptom sometimes is the tight psoas. It's not the problem. So gotcha. I've in my earlier years, when I release those, 
oh, great, I released a psoas. They felt better immediately, but they almost got worse later on because we didn't stabilize those areas that the psoas was helping to stabilize. It was almost like a reflexive tightness to, to cause, to give you artificial core strength. Not every time, but that's what I see a lot with the runners. Artificial. Artificial, like so not real core. No, it's like the aspartame of... It's like the aspartame of core stability. Is that the In fake sugar? Aspartame? I think so. I think so. It sounds right. Yeah. Sweet and low. It's the sweet and low of core. <laughs> <laughs> right. Got it. So, so it's it's. In in that case, it's doing a job it's not made to do. Yeah, we could look I at know. it that way. Yeah, right. and I'm, for any anyone who's like in the medical world that hopefully will be listening to this, but I know it's not an absolute. I know <laughs> okay. not every tight so as is due to it trying to stabilize the spine, but a lot of times that's the case. Okay, gotcha. And yeah. so you mentioned the dry needling thing. Yep. Can I ask you a quick question about that, even though this is a talk on specifically on core strength? Do you... this, is, this is your world. I'm just living, <laughs> so you can do whatever Gosh. you want. <laughs> you, so that seems like a real stressful thing. What's that? Dry, dry needling thing. Hold, Hold on, I'm trying to keep it from falling here. All right. Um, you, 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 dry needling sounds stressful. For you specifically, and maybe for the person getting stabbed with the needle, when you're doing it in that core region, yeah, there's lots of there's lots of things inside of there important that things, it, yeah, that don't need to be like stabbed with the needle, you know. Yeah, you're right. So, how you probably just you don't drink coffee that day, I would imagine. If you're, <laughs> Me personally. Yeah, like, because, but I, you don't want to be jittery. <laughs> you don't want to be jittery, no. Right. Well, it's not like a surgical scalpel. It's not, it's not <laughs> you know, it's a little more forgiving. Um, so, wh wh where's the question? You, you so, the question is, like, how, like, when you're doing the dry needling in the core region, yeah. are there specific spots that you will, you will definitely do? And then, are there spots you're just not going to go there with that thing? Yeah, 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 there's a lot of spots I'm not comfortable going there. Um, I've got two certifications for dry needling. I have an advanced level certification, which means I've been trained to go all up and down your thoracic spine, which is where okay. basically your lung field is. That's mm -hmm. the biggest thing we're concerned about is giving someone a pneumothorax. So me poking the hole in your lung field and all your oxygen leaking out. That's not a good thing. No. No. So you end up in a hospital. It's really, really bad. So mm -hmm. I'm not comfortable jamming long needles into the rib cage area, although I was trained to do it. I don't think the risk beats the reward when we have so many other techniques that we can do it. In the yeah. psoas area, so again, as I pointed out, the psoas, like, you know, it comes down to here. So when I release it, I'll come in through the abdominal cavity this way. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you're... The soft, the smooth muscle structures kind of move out of the way, and I can get to the psoas, which kind of sits more back here. When yeah. we needle it, I either needle the, the iliacus head, so there's two heads to it, right on the inside of the pelvis, or mm -hmm. I'll come in down lower where it inserts near the, on the inside of the femur. I'm not going to jam a needle through there. So the, actual right. pre the pressure technique I do through there, I would not jam a needle in there. So I wouldn't do yeah. that. Yeah, just I would get it at a different way. 
So yes, we avoid structures. Uh, mm -hmm. We don't want to jam it into organs and things like that that aren't going to respond well to needles. Okay. But um, it's pretty. It's much safer than people um, realize. Uh, yeah. You know, but just the term dry needling just sounds like not, not bad. fun. No, let's. Why don't we do a coffee talk on dry needling? Maybe next week. We can even do an example live on Instagram. Oh wow, that sounds fantastic! As well, long as I'm not getting stabbed, I'm fine with that. You could, you could, we could do the the, the Instagram live together, and we could dry needle Eric, and uh, yeah, let the whole world see your first experience with dry needling. Hey, let's sign me up. Let's do it. I'm game. Um, All right. We can do that. Okay, let's get back get back to core talk real quick. So, yeah. yeah, we know that the core is super important for runners to kind of stabilize, help reduce injuries. Are there some key strengthening exercises that every runner should work into their routine in that core region? All right. Yeah. So, we kind of joked about planks at the beginning. Yeah. Like, not everything about core is plank, but planks and side planks especially. Mm -hmm. Every runner needs to have a good side plank because right. it involves hip and pelvic musculature, core, spinal stability, and shoulder blade stability when you're on that side arm. Mm -hmm. So that is an absolute. If you said, Mike, I'm going to do one core exercise for the rest of my life right now, core or trunk, I would say do that one. Side plank. Yeah. Got it. So you got a plank. Make sure you can do the plank. Then mm -hmm. progress to a side plank. You know, yep. you're on one arm. You know, there's some key details in the form, but as long as you're good form, I'd say side plank is where everyone, uh, that's their first goal with their core program. Got it. Yeah. Side plank. Is there another one I should do? Can you give me three? Um, you want me to give you three? Yeah. So right. side plank's one. Side, side yep. plank's one. I would say... Um, bridging with like some sort of single leg component. So that's, you know, lying on your back, your knees are bent, you're lifting your butt in the air. Um, right. Then maybe with one foot up or start with just one leg, some sort of, so you don't have an even base of support. It's a little uneven. So single leg bridging component, a mm -hmm. side plank component, and then I would say a single leg standing reaching type of exercise. Okay. Ready? We'll see if reaching. I can. Reaching? So, I'm standing on one leg. Yep. Kick the desk chair out of here. So I'm standing on this leg right now. I know you can't see it. If I try to move the phone, it'll fall. Taking my yeah. opposite hand, reaching across, and maybe trying to touch a foam roller that's on the outside of my right leg. So now oh, I've got okay. leg stance. I'm controlling pelvis. Cute little head yep. move there. Controlling my pelvis. I'm working glutes and hamstrings eccentrically and concentrically, so I'm working a lot of hip muscle. I'm working balance and strength in my foot, which is a whole other core type of conversation, the foot. Yep. Um, so those are the three. So you got standing, you're on your back with the bridge, single leg, and yep. side plank. All right, cool. Some versions of those. Fantastic. Awesome. Mm -hmm. I, think, I think that's a great spot to end, Mike. What do you I think? think so too. I think we've made through, we made it through this with very little technical difficulties. I was it was impressive. I thought. I mean, we had some serious issues last week, but we got through this. We, we had, fixed. 
Yeah, we had you kind of muting out. We had my phone overheating in the car. Right. And a few, I don't know. And I guess my lips and my voice weren't in match. It was like an old Bruce Lee movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like when someone like drops an F bomb in like a FX show or something, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. But right. Uh, so I also, we got a message. Dave the Doink, if you want to do Wednesday dry needling, he's willing to get stabbed right in the wherever. <laughs> Dave the Doink wants to get stabbed wherever. Right, he's game. Um, but no, right. so we'll 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 do definitely coffee talk on dry needling. I think next right. go run. We'll talk in the next six days to figure out how we want to do it. Cool. But if some, I don't know if that's going to grow. Is that illegal to show a needle going into a human body on Instagram Live? Ah, no, I mean I'm sure there's been way worse things going I'm on. I'm sure there has. Yeah. For so sure. we'll see whether you're there or I, I get a subject, just get a body part, we'll do a needle, it's it'll it'll be good. We'll talk. Uh, all we'll right. Talk to you later. We'll Sounds talk good. To you. Sounds great.